0: So I don't know if you know this, but NFL players are fighting for key incentives this week. And the reason I'm making this video is because you can take advantage of this information in the betting market. And we'll start with Odell Beckham Jr. who has a decent amount of incentives this weekend. And let's start with one big disclaimer. The Ravens have clinched the one seed. They're not favorites this week. Vegas does not expect Lamar Jackson to play this weekend. Now that's not great for Odell, but John Harbaugh did say he did not like the last time that they had time off because they were kind of flat. So there's a chance that the starters do End up playing, or at least that Odell ends up playing because of this right here. He needs more realistically, you could see the yards here 185 to hit a $750,000 bonus. That's probably not happening, but five receptions is very much in the cards for a $250,000 bonus, and two touchdowns seems unlikely, but it's somewhat in the cards for a $500,000 bonus. And if you're not familiar, these are seasonal contract incentives. They don't go into the postseason. You have to get them right now in the regular season. And as I mentioned, this week the Ravens are playing at home. They already locked up that one seed which is why they're actually three and a half point underdogs to the Steelers. There's some hints here that they're not going to play all their starters, most namingly Lamar Jackson. We'll see if that ends up happening. But if Odell is out there, he is somebody that he's still playing over these last couple of games. And you can see right here, he's out there for about 50 to 60 to some weeks, over 60 to 65% of the plays. This is according to Fantasy Life's free data that you can check out right here. So when he's out there that often on average, he's going to be seeing somewhere around four receptions. If he can have that extra motivation and the team knows he needs five to get him there, that's what we can bet. now a couple of people on twitter reached out to me and said hey like eh, why would they want to get these players the incentives they would save money if they didn't now of course that's true when you think about it from that angle but you have to think about this from an actual culture standpoint when you're in the locker room culture is the number one piece of any organization if you ruin that your team is going to fall down the drains coaches and organizations are actually incentivized to help their players hit these contract incentives because when they do it makes everybody happy the morale is up on the opposite side when you're purposely not doing that it's going to make the team and all the other players pretty pissed off. So I'm in the camp that these teams don't care about the $100,000. They just want their players and the overall coaching staff to be happy, and they're all in it together, so they'll help themselves get it. And that might happen this week with Chris Jones, because Jones needs just a half a sack to earn a $1.25 million bonus. Now, some of these bonuses are like 100 dollars or two hundred k. This is over a million dollars. You could be damn sure that Chris Jones is going to want to get this, especially since he didn't play week one because he was in some contract negotiations. And even better for Chris Jones, this week he faces the Chargers 25 ranked offensive line which he saw them earlier this year and in that game you can see right here he ranked number one in pressures he had you could see on pff seven total pressures in that game that was his most on the entire season and since then the offensive line for the chargers has only gotten more banged up injured and worse so consider betting chris jones to get a sack and now there's another incentive in that game on the opposite side of the ball for the chargers that is somewhat appealing and that takes us to austin eckler who look this has been a really rough year for eckler he enters week 18 with only like 40 catches and six touchdowns compared to when he had over 100 100 catches and 18 touchdowns a year ago. Now Eckler's incentive for this week is if he hits 110 total yards, he'll earn an extra $100,000. Now this number of 110 total yards—it's not rushing yards, it's total yards—is actually doable for Eckler because he's done it this year. He had 164 yards Week One, 123 yards Week Four, 115 yards in Week Six, and then it's been a struggle. He dealt with injuries, his offensive line has been banged up. There was 100 plus yards just a couple weeks ago, and 86 last week. And again, this week there should be extra motivation since they know that he has this bonus for six figures. And if you were wondering over these last couple of games, Eckler has still commanded the role in this backfield. Week 14, he played 72% of the snaps. And more recently, he played 66 and 71% of the snaps. So he's going to be out there. He's probably going to see at least 15 opportunities, if not more in this game. And here's the thing. In this game, the Chargers are actually three-point home favorites because a lot of people are believing that the Chiefs won't play their starters for the entire game if they play them at all. Otherwise, the Chiefs in this one would probably be at least three-point road favorites. So as a favorite here, you might get an extra couple of carries. You might get some guys being pulled in the second half on the defensive side of the ball for the Chiefs, that only helps Austin Eckler. So indeed, it's been a tough year for Eckler, but if his total yards released somewhere in the 60s or 70s, with this extra incentive that we know about, it's it's worth considering taking the over. Now, here's an incentive I really like, because there's not too much behind it in terms of like playoff hopes. The Titans aren't playing for anything, so DeAndre Hopkins is going to go out there and potentially play for his next team that he could be on next year. Hopkins needs 49 yards to cash in a million dollar incentive, and if he gets seven catches, he'll hit another $250,000. And if you're one Wondering where DeAndre has been this year? He's averaging over 62 yards per game, so that one seems very likely. And then he's averaging a little bit over four receptions a game, with a couple of games in there when he had over five. So seven is a little bit out of the ordinary for him if he had that, but it's not crazy if he had a seven catch performance. Now we saw quarterback Will Levis, the rookie, leave last week, and he's been up and down this year with DeAndre Hopkins, but Ryan Tannehill has been better, at least to this point in their careers, than Will Levis. That only helps Hopkins if if Tannehill is out there this week. And then Hopkins has another incentive if he hits 75% of the snaps on the year, and you can see right here he's a little bit over 71% according to player profiler if he gets to 75% he cashes in another $500,000 which means he's got to play like 100% of the snaps in this game and if he's playing 100% of the snaps in this game that only helps him he's out there more it only helps him get closer to that seven reception incentive and 49 yard incentive if you're wondering at home what Hopkins has done recently over the last three weeks he's ran 94 94 and 97% of the routes playing nearly 100% of the snaps during this time I think they've known about this incentive for a little while expect Hopkins to be out there a ton which means you can take Take his overs. And now, another piece of pushback that I got was, oh, Sal, the books already know about this. Well, yeah, when I put out some pieces of content and a couple of them are hitting millions of impressions and views, of course, the books are probably going to catch some win. But my counter to that is always that it's almost still impossible for these books to bake in the motivation, human motivations of the coaches, of the players, of the other guys on the team, the quarterback helping the receiver, all that stuff. You can attempt to bake it in, but you're probably going to be wrong because, again, there's no algorithm for these human emotions and incentives that we're working with here. And if they try, and push it too high well then you can just start hammering some unders but i don't think that's going to be the case now we'll move on to the next guy now this one doesn't have to do with money but it has to do with the record books in tyree kill as you can see on stat News right here Tyreek kill in 2023 has set 1717 yards seven more than he had last year it's pretty crazy he's in like the top 20 of all time a couple of times here but if tyree kill gets 248 yards he sets the record now of course that's a big number but he's had that number in his career before and earlier this year he actually topped 200 yards now this week he faces the bills top 10 secondary but Tyreek does average 117 yards against top secondaries and as I mentioned earlier this season in week one he had 215 receiving yards in a game there is a chance if there's anybody in the world that can do it Tyreek Hill can get to 248 yards but here's the best part we don't actually need him to get to that number we just need him to know that that number is possible which I think that he does meaning he has a little bit extra motivation because his number is only set at 101 and a half receiving yards on price picks which is a lovely bet in my opinion so I've already taken that play and we'll show you the other plays that I've combined together on prize picks to try and turn 2500 into 250 later in the video, but let's talk about another player incentive first. And that takes us to a quarterback, Geno Smith. Last year, Geno Smith needed to make the playoffs to get a million-dollar incentive. We were on that. It ended up happening. It was fantastic. We bet Seattle to win. Now, this year, if the Seahawks earn a playoff spot, meaning they have to win and get some help, well, then he'll get a $2 million bonus incentive. And this week, he's going to take on the Cardinals, who have a bottom five secondary. The Seahawks are favored this week, so all these things are starting to look nice. There's a couple of ways to approach you can just bet the seahawks minus two and a half points you could bet their money line you can combine that also with a geno smith prop because as i mentioned he's taking on the cardinals bottom five secondary and as we saw earlier this year in week seven he completed 75 passes against them and he averaged this number right here 9.1 yards per attempt that was his most efficient day on the year so i think that geno smith's player prop of 237 and a half passing yards is actually pretty good and it's worth considering the over here now i also think this next tight end has an ability to hit not one but two different bonuses and that'll be the houston texans tight end dalton to this team, the Texans, they are still fighting for a playoff spot. They're fighting for the division. This is a spot where Dalton Schultz is extra motivated because he needs four catches to cash in a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus and six catches to cash in another two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, here's the deal: on the season, he averages basically four catches. If you take out the game where he left early with injury, he's averaging over four catches a game. So he's right in line to get that two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus. He has games in his career and this year with six receptions. So there's another two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he's had four more catches in six out of his last 10 games now this week like we said they're playing for a lot against the colts the winner is trying to go to the postseason maybe both teams can get into the postseason as well you see the texans are one and a half point favorites and the colts allow the eighth most catches to opposing tight ends those are some nice player props to be betting on in the market and another player to consider wagering on is jordan love of the green bay packers because he has extra motivation this week the packers playoff scenario is very simple win and they're in now if they lose they need a lot to happen but they can still get in that way so jordan love if they win gets a 500 thousand dollar bonus for making the postseason and this guy's making a lot of money relative to me and you but relative to other quarterbacks he's not so that's a big chunk of change and as you can see in the third line of my tweet right here if that was to happen love would then be eligible to earn an additional five hundred thousand dollars for each playoff win so say they had a couple of playoff wins he's getting an extra million plus dollars in incentives just for getting to the postseason and getting a win or two because of all this i think jordan love's props are appealing this week and i took him over 240 and a half passing yards. i know it's a tough matchup against chicago he had his way with them week one and this team is Really heating up, maybe getting back some weapons like Christian Watson and Dontavian Wicks, and I took this on Prize Picks. I paired it up with some other things we were talking about. Geno Smith, I correlated him with his receiver DK Metcalf, Tyree Kill for the record over he doesn't even have to get there, and Devin Singletary's over 58 and a half yards. That's a foreshadowing for a player we're about to talk about. Here's the thing: I combined these for $25 to try and win 250 on Prize Picks. And here's the thing: Prize Picks will actually give you up to $100 to play with for free when you use the code SAL, just my name S A L. There's a link in the description below to take you over there and you can combine these plays together. Some other plays that we'll talk about in this video if they're out yet. You can put them all, piece them all together. I recommend the five pick Flex plays; those are the best odds that you're going to get, and you could use that free hundred dollars. Just use that code SAL. All you have to do is click the link in the description below, or scan the QR code on the screen if that's easier for you to get access to that free play up to one hundred dollars. Now back to the incentives, and in a second we'll talk about that Devin Singletary play and why I think it's very important. But we'll talk quickly about levante David, a linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because here's the deal: levante needs just a half a sack, so only a half a sack. He doesn't even have to do all the work here to cash in an extra hundred fifty thousand dollars in his contract incentives. And I mean here's the best part for Levante he's going to be a five point favorite so they could probably pin their ears back and get after the quarterback against the Carolina Panthers who have a bottom five offensive line and don't protect Bryce Young all that much if the Panthers in the second half have to throw more because they're trailing well, that's where we could see Levante David pick up this half a sack or a full sack so it's a great spot to bet on him getting at least a half a sack worst case scenario it pushes back to if he gets that half and if he gets the full sack even better all right now let's get to our guy Devin Singletary here who there's a couple of things in play for Singletary Singletary needs 74 total yards for $125,000 bonus. And if he goes off for 164 rushing yards, he'll get another $125,000. Now look, the 165 rushing yards, that's probably out the window, although he's been pretty close to that this year. He's at 150 and 120 yard game. But the 74 total yards is very much in play, maybe even likely here, because look at this. Earlier in the year, he really wasn't involved. He was kind of splitting the backfield, but then he slowly came on once we saw the injury to Damian Pierce, 161 total yards, 118, 72, 65, 170, 63. I mean, he's basically going over that number or right around that number in every game since he took over for Damian Pierce about the halfway point of the year. And even better for Singletary is the matchup this week where he's a slight favorite. So that works in his favor. And he's going to be taking on the Colts who have the 24th ranked run defense. Again, that is a bottom 10 run defense. Now I mentioned Singletary took over at the halfway point of the year, but even recently he has been playing a ton. You can see his rush attempts, 13, 26, nine in a game that was kind of a blowout and they didn't really have a reason to be running. And then 16 rush attempts over the last month with a blowout in there, he's averaging 16k a game if he sees those 16 carries in his two or three targets he's probably hitting this number of over 74 total yards to get that incentive and the best part is right now on price picks like we said link down below you get that hundred dollar up to hundred dollar free play his rushing yards are only at 58 and a half so there's a couple of incentives here that look like they could push him over this number and he can get some receiving yards too to help him get to that 74 for his incentive but for this i'll take the rushing yards over 58 and a half we had that in that play to try and turn 25 into 250 now there's a couple of more incentives here and i think a couple of these are actually maybe some of the best on the board right now. One of those takes us to Jadavian Clowney, who, look, this has been a guy who not a lot of people have been talking about a lot this year. He was injured earlier in the year, and now lately he's been coming on, and it seems pretty obvious that he's trying to get this next incentive. Because he's been a lot more active the last couple of games, and that's because right now he only needs a half a sack to cash in a 750000 $1, 000, not 100000 hundred thousand, seven dollars bonus. And now maybe the best part for Jadavian Clowney is he faces the Steelers, who don't allow a lot of sacks, but it's actually misleading because they allow a lot of pressures. They rank 31st in pass protection this season, so that's good for Clowney. And earlier this season, when he was banged up in a game where he wasn't playing his full snaps, he still had two pressures in that game against Pittsburgh. So Clowney becomes an interesting name as he has a massive incentive this week to bet on to get at least a half a sack. Now this next name is a little bit uh, maybe Fugazi and really tough to believe, and it's Alexander Madison. He has a couple of things that he is pushing for in week 18. Madison needs 74 rushing yards for a $250,000 bonus and if he goes off for 124 rushing yards he'll get an additional $650,000. So for the quick math there he has the potential to make $900,000 more this week than if he has a big game. Now there's a lot of things working against Madison this week. First off he's going to be a three-point underdog on the road against a good Detroit Lions run defense that he faced two weeks ago and had a whopping negative one yes negative one rushing yard. And the second thing he has going against him is that's Ty. Ty Chandler has taken on a larger role in this offense and has really become the workhorse back. In week 16, Madison returned from injury, only had four snaps, two rush attempts for that negative one yards against the Lions. And then last week, his snaps increased to 21 as he was healthier, but only three rushing attempts in that game as Ty Chandler was the primary running back. So that is just five total carries the last two games for Madison. Again, I don't think that this one is likely, but maybe you're a fan of the team or you have some sort of inside read on this one and you want to go ahead and go there. It's at least within range, 74 and 124 rushing yards. That's a reasonable game most weeks for a running back or a good game. So I'm going to include it here. But again, this is not one that I'm personally betting. Now, one that does have me a little bit intrigued is what's going on with the Falcons defenders in a must-win game if they want to have any chance at the postseason against the Saints this week. And we can start with Calais Campbell, who this week he just needs, and it's a big one, two and a half sacks to earn $500,000. Now, we have been seeing the last couple of weeks his pressures have been increasing. Maybe it's to try and hit this incentive. Two and a half sacks, so that is a big number. If it was one and a half, I would feel a little bit more comfortable like his teammate. Because Campbell's teammate, Bud Dupree of the Atlantic, Atlanta Falcons needs just one and a half sacks to cash in a million dollar incentive. Now, this is the one that I'm looking at because on some alternative props, you can get some big numbers on one and a half sacks for Bud Dupree. And as I mentioned, they're taking on the Saints this week. They're three and a half point underdogs, but Derek Carr is somebody that you can sack. He's not all that mobile. And more importantly, the Saints pass blocking unit ranks 25th at his bottom 10 in the NFL this season. So this is a nice matchup for Bud Dupree. I'm probably not betting on Clayus Campbell to get two and a half sacks. I don't think that's likely, but Bud Dupree to get one and a half again, still not likely, but if you get the nice plus money on it, I think it's appealing. So we discussed 13 different players and like nearly 20 different incentives this week that should help you in the betting markets this week. And a reminder, we took that play on Price Picks to try and turn 25 into 250. We'll take even more plays and post them on Twitter. You can check me out there at dfs and if you want a free $100 to play with on Price Picks, we'll click the link in the description below or scan that QR code on the screen and just use the promo code simple, my name SAL, that's sal over there on Price Picks. Now, if you found this video helpful, I am told that if you hit the subscribe button and also the like button, and allows it to reach more people. So if you want to do that and you like this content and want even more in the future, especially in the postseason for some postseason betting, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and I'll see you all in the next one.